0: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The FT. It was towards the end of a fruitless day looking at auction catalogs online that a vaguely familiar portrait of a fat, uniformed man in a hat flashed up on my screen. The lot description was unhelpful. European school, portrait of a gentleman, estimate one to two hundred dollars. The picture, I thought, was perhaps late 18th or early 19th century, and the subject was probably British. Was he some famous admiral or a king? I'd already looked at hundreds, if not thousands, of images that day in my hunt for miscatalogued paintings, which we call sleepers in the art trade, and by then was feeling too lazy to flip through my mental Rolodex of potentially matching sitters. So instead I idly copied the photo's URL and ran an image search on a website called TinEye.com. Just a few seconds later, I knew that a portrait of King George III lay waiting to be bought for a song in a minor auction house in the United States. TinEye had matched it with other copies of the painting already online, which is easily done as royal portraits were frequently copied. My then-employer, the art dealer Philip Mould, was delighted with this prospective bargain. But I didn't tell him that I cheated. I was reminded of this shameful episode when I heard of some new research published by computer scientists at Rutgers, the State University of New Jersey. They had developed a programme which, they said, revealed how artists were influenced by earlier paintings through recognising, a little bit as Tinai had, certain aspects of composition and technique throughout art history. In response, news headlines asked, will computers put art historians out of work? The program's results were patchy, but not unimpressive. Its conclusion that Bellini was influenced by Titian was a little off-beam since, in reality, it was the other way around. Titian was Bellini's pupil. But Rubens certainly was influenced by Titian, as the computer argued studying and making copies of his work. I would argue, though, that the Rutgers team began by asking the wrong question. In an old episode of the 60s television series The Prisoner, Patrick McGowan is confronted with a new wonder machine, which knows the answer to every question in the world, and which will one day make man redundant. But when McGowan simply asks the machine why, it explodes. The point is... Only humans can really begin to tell us why Bellini painted, as he did. But how Bellini painted is a more straightforward question, and there are many ways computer science can help us with that. Like any academic discipline, art history is essentially about the accumulation of data, and art historians are coming to realise that computers allow us to compile, access and analyse information about art in an unprecedented way. For example... A new website called Your Paintings has placed every oil painting in UK public ownership online. That's over 220,000 pictures. At first the data set was quite limited – artists, subject, date – but new information is being added all the time. Through a process known as tagging, where objects within pictures, from dogs to jewellery, are identified and recorded, volunteers working with Oxford University's Visual Geometry Group have helped train a computer program to recognize these objects automatically. The accumulation of such data means we'll eventually be able to ask programs like Oxford's questions as varied as When did earrings first appear in portraits? What was the rate of increase in female sitters in portraits over time? And over what period and by which routes did painting in oils replace painting in tempera? For the first time we'll have quantifiable data previously unavailable to art historians. But what about the who of art? Can a computer tell us who painted a picture? The technical term for this ability is connoisseurship, which derives from the Latin cognoscere, to get to know or to recognise. Spend enough time getting to know an artist's style, the theory goes, and soon you'll be able to tell whether they painted a picture simply by looking at it. Some art historians refuse to believe in connoisseurship. Others practice it enthusiastically, but are hopeless. A few get it right most of the time, which is perhaps the best we can hope for. It's a fairly haphazard cognitive process, relying mainly on a lightbulb moment of recognition, and is of course fallible to all the flaws of human thinking, be it overconfidence, that you just know it's a Rembrandt, or jealousy, that someone else spotted it when you didn't. Surely a computer, not subject to such whims, could do better. If it was fed enough information on every securely identified Rembrandt in the world and was able to recognise Rembrandt's trademark brushstrokes, even the way he mixed his paint and ground his pigments, might it then be able to recognise his technique in other previously unknown works? Actually, no, and here's a reason why not. Pupils in Rembrandt's studio regularly made skilled copies of his paintings, using exactly the same techniques and the same paints as the master. By every measurable metric, these would be identified by a computer as Rembrandts. But a good connoisseur would tell you they were copies, interest minutes. Great paintings speak to our soul, not because they were made with a certain mix of pigments, but because they've been lit by the spark of human genius. Happily for jobbing art historians like me, that individual genius is something that no computer can recognize. If anyone says they can, they're cheating. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.